In 2019, Gartner predicted that by 2023, fewer than a third of digital workers would select the corporate office as their preferred place of work. Today, Gartner says new surveys reveal that 48% of employees will work remotely some or all the time post-COVID-2019. Now, the desire to work remotely from anywhere will also need to have the support of technology and changes to the way of work. To truly achieve remote work, documents and workflow will need to be accessible in digital format. And without this digitization of what is traditionally paper-based documents, how can companies expect to fully tap the potential of what Gartner refers to as the hyper-automation of routine work? In the future of work, CIOs will need to consider how technology can sustain a distributed workforce model that reaches beyond the restrictions of a traditional office environment and may be dispersed across geographies. In today's podchat for Future CIO, we have with us Mr. Chandra Sinatambi, head of Adobe Document Cloud Asia Pacific, to discuss the results of the recently released Forrester Report, How Digital Document Processes are shifting from best practice to business necessity. Chandra, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Thanks for having me. Okay. Now, um, typically with Adobe, we the understanding is it's you know it's your PDF documents. It's uh, something related to document management, but it's an on-device type of solution. Now, what is uh, Adobe Document Cloud? Yeah. Let Let me maybe. You know, as you rightly said, we're typically known for PDF documentation. I guess if you go more broadly, we are the Photoshop company or the Illustrator company, but we've added a lot more. Uh, it's primarily, if you're not familiar with Adobe, there's three key clouds um, to our businesses, if I can call it that way. There's the Creative Cloud, which is all our creative tools like Photoshop, Illustrator, now XD and Rush, some of the new solutions that come from there. Then we have our Adobe Experience Cloud, which involves all our MarTech automation software, which helps marketers you know, serve up the right content at the right time, highly relevant to their customers, and then measure how effective that is. And then Document Cloud, yes, you're correct, uh, Alan, you know, takes its heritage from our Acrobat business, which you know, we've been in for over 25 years. Um, and, you know, as you know, we started off as the pioneers with PDF and we made that an open standard for everyone to embrace. And then like we did with the other business, uh, with our creative cloud business, we wanted to move that digital document business to the cloud. Fundamentally, basically, you know, for the main reason that the way people were consuming digital documents has changed, right? Uh, and that's not just us, but for most types of content, people are no longer just creating and consuming just on the desktop. If you look at markets like India, Indonesia, it's almost their potentially mobile device first market in terms of how they access the internet. And so then having needing to have a solution that caters for how people consume content, create content on different types of devices and connecting that through the cloud was one of the you know, big, big reasons for us to shift from just being you know, Acrobat on a desktop to a full digital document management platform with Adobe Document Cloud. The second part to that is, you know, a lot of our customers were saying, hey, Adobe, you know, you need to help us with our digital transformation. And while initially a lot of the focus was, you know, on some of the external experiences, what they also found was a lot of document processes, especially those that were manual and paper-based, are really holding them back from that transformation process. You think about things like Home Loan, where, um, you know, it's quite a manual process 
in terms of the application process, the identity checks and things like that. How do we accelerate those workflows, digitize them, make sure they're integrated into other business systems that an organization might be using was also was the you know sort of genesis for us to launch Document Cloud. And I guess underpinning all that was PDF. PDF is you know so widely used and pervasive. Um, we estimate about 2.5 trillion PDFs are out there. 6% of the internet is PDF. And so how do we leverage that foundation to help our customers transform from a digital document perspective? Is it fair to say that Adobe's entry into the document management space is kind of like late in the game? I would position as not as a document management platform, you know, so you've got things like SharePoint that will be the repository of choice for a lot of organizations, like you said, there's other technology, we go back to, you know, HP Trim and and things like that, that are pure document management platforms, right? Our value prop is more around leveraging the fact that PDFs are so widely used, allowing uh, users to be able to still do what they need to do with those PDFs, whether they need to create, edit those PDFs, redact on those PDFs, but also then overlay workflows that they need to do. So things like doing a share and review process today. So you think about how people want a document to be reviewed. You'll probably have a editorial that you, you work on and you will probably send that via email, attached to email and you know send it to eight different people, get eight different versions back at eight different times. So how do you automate that workflow Make sure that you're getting all the content in one form at one time. You're very clear on who gives you that feedback so you can do that sequentially or in parallel. And then finally, you want to sign off on that editorial. And so that may require an approval process from yourself, your legal team, uh, maybe someone externally, the client. So how do you automate that workflow and make that end-to-end fully digital and allow all those people to do that that review process, allow your um, approval process to be done on any device, any time. And the second part to how we differ is we complement existing uh, content creation tools. And a lot of on the document side, primarily is Office 365, where most people are using Office 365 as their main way to create um, documents, whether it be a Word or PowerPoint uh, as such. We also integrate into um, the G Suite. And so, you know, but the main one is there. And so how do we provide these edit PDF tools, these workflows in those environments they're in? And then so our deep integration into the Microsoft stack um, and now even with SharePoint. So, you know, a lot of people, like you rightly said, use SharePoint as the repository of choice, you know, um, because of how big Microsoft is. And so allowing them to do all those things they need to do on their PDFs in SharePoint is super critical. And I'll, and I'll give you uh, another reason. 40% of all documents stored on SharePoint today are a PDF. And so giving people the right tools while they're in SharePoint to be able to do the things they need to do on any device has never been more critical. If I go to the study, so this was uh, Adobe commissioning Forrester to do a study, is it, on document process adoption uh, in in the region? Yeah, so it's actually a global study um, that we did with Forrester on digital document processes. It was an online survey of about 450 respondents uh, and it also... That's global, but we actually had over 200 respondents from the APAC region as well. So we had responses from Singapore, Hong Kong, Australia. And so that gave us a little bit more of the local um, flavor as well as to how organizations were dealing with digital document processes. 
So you have to sum it up. I mean, what were the key findings for the Asia-Pacific region as far as the, this study is concerned? So a couple of the key things, right? So firstly is, you know, how did people view digital document processes? And was it something nice to have or has it evolved into something that's more strategic? And it's fair to say that the impact of the pandemic has you know, accelerated the need for people to view digital document processes to become more strategic for a number of reasons. And I'll double click on that in a sec. But what the research also found was how unprepared Asia Pacific was relative to the rest of the region. Uh, I'm just looking at some stats here just to give you a bit more texture to it, right? I think it was something like of the overall region, 68% weren't prioritizing digital document processes. And in Southeast Asia in particular, it was 78%. That highlighted that over 58% of people in APAC were not prepared for the impact of, of the pandemic on how that will drive business continuity and collaboration, which are all digital, digital document processes. And so APAC was less prepared than the rest of the world. And that also meant that we, as a result, were more at risk from a revenue risk perspective because of these digital document processes, remaining manual and or paper-based. And so things like, I now have to work from home, but how do I get that sales contract out? You know, do I still have to use couriers? But I don't want to use couriers because I want it to be contactless. Processes like that, all of a sudden, people are like, hey, we need to get this done in a 100% digital world. On an employee side, it also also things like onboarding new employees. You know, how do we send them the letter of offer out? How do we get all the onboarding paperwork done? Where typically on day one, they would have come in, fill up all those forms, but there's no office to come to today, you know, because now everyone is onboarding in their study room or, you know, some in, in a bedroom where they're their laptop is? How do we drive projects and have everyone collaborating on a project document at the same time? These were all of a sudden things that they needed to do. In Australia, there's 32% of the entire workforce all of a sudden was working from home. So all these business processes we took for granted that were document-based, all of a sudden people had to think about, wow, how do we digitize this? How do we you know, do these processes in a 100% digital world? Why did they not prioritize it? Previously, I think a lot of it was more focused on some of the larger things like, you know, let me install my ERP system that evolved into let me implement, you know, CRM solution. Then it evolved into, you know, let me drive my marketing automation system, do deliver better websites and things like that. It's not like people were ignoring digitization at all, I would, you know, fair to say. But the priority was never that at that scale of, I need to look at my whole ERP or cybersecurity project or CRM solution. But the pandemic has definitely accelerated that. And I think it's really evolved the, the shift from, you know, nice to have to now strategic as one, because we're now in a 100% digital world. And from an operational perspective, to keep the lights on, you, you need these processes to be fully digital. But secondly, now also expectations from customers have totally increased, right? We've definitely seen that in a couple of examples here. You know, in the UK, we work with a bank called TSB Bank. And initially, the branches were shut because of the shutdown, and they still needed to get, I would say, operational processes done. So you want to do a change of address for your home loan or, you know, simple tasks like that. You didn't want to come into the branch just to do it because you didn't want to expose yourself. Staff didn't want to expose themselves. So we helped them, you know, digitize a lot of these processes through their website and reduce uh, in the first two months, 
15,000 branch visits, face-to-face visits. But that's a good example of how not just the bank doing it just because of the pandemic, but customers saying, no, I don't want to come into your, to your branch. I have a mobile phone. Why can't I complete this basic process on your website you know, of changing my, my address? So customer expectations, I think, has shifted. And I think that's also fueled by the fact that the thinking for a lot of people initially was, you know, hey, this pandemic is here. It's here for three to four months. And, you know, we saw in SARS and all of that, it was four months, we was done and we'll be back to normal. But I think it's fair, you know, you'd agree the time horizons shifted significantly uh, with this high level of uncertainty to now we've already, I think, you know, we're nine months into it. Is it another 12 months? Is it another 18 months? No one knows. Whenever the vaccine comes, how quickly that'll be distributed. All of this unknowns is just fueling this uncertainty that I'm hearing from a lot of our customers is that we need to think about digital documents, business continuity, not just from a short-term time horizon, but, you know, to an unknown time of period, you know, 18, 24 months. And the focus is shifting away from even business continuity to business resilience and digital business agility is how some of the customers are referring to about it. Let's assume that for a lot of organizations in Asia Pacific, Okay, they accepted that they need to go through this digitization of documents. Given the scenario that we are in, as you rightly indicated, we still have this lockdown. People can't necessarily go to the office. How do you go about implementing a digital transformation or a document, a digitization of documents and the document processes, given that for the most part, the workforce may not necessarily be around in the office for people to bring them into, onboard them into the digitization process, and then even everything else, the workflow. I mean, how do you get all of that done today in the current environment that we are in? It's a very subjective question and very personalized to that organization, right? Firstly, because everyone's at a different stage of maturity in their transformation and they come from different backgrounds. And you'll see a lot of the digital, you know, born in the cloud, digital natives type of organizations. Digital is the be all and end all, right? They would never think about any paper-based manual processes. So if you look at, you know, I guess, Grab grab Foods in Southeast Asia, you know, born in the cloud, uh, Grab as a whole, you know, um, they're born in the cloud sort of organization. It's always a digital centric sort of philosophy. And so for those types of organizations, it's fairly easy because it's core in their DNA. I shouldn't say easy, it's more receptive. And we know one of the biggest hurdles of any transformation is not buying the technology, it's the change management process. So once again, born in the cloud, types of organizations are more receptive, they're thinking digital first, so they would never even entertain Regard, you know, to a certain degree, regardless of the cost, a paper-based manual digital document process for onboarding or any business process. Now, for some of the other more mature verticals where, you know, they have legacy systems, they have an existing cost base that they have to take into consideration, the complexity of the workflow in how it goes. You can just imagine the banks, the amount of investment that's gone in, it's a lot harder for them. And they tend to have a more bolt-on strategy, a digital bolt-on strategy, rather than a, I live in the digital world, 100%. DNA in, in this side of the fence. First is that there's that sort of perspective that people need to think about. Where am I coming from? Where do I start process to typically how do I adapt is obviously you can't try and do it all at once. Like there are processes based on even market maturity in terms of developed nations versus developing countries. There's different types of processes. We're talking to a customer in India that was using our solution because it was facilitating letting them take their laptop home 
to work from home. So working from home in India is a, is a foreign concept, right? But because of this lockdown, they were all forced to do it. And so they were using our solution to um, have employees sign off saying, hey, we will use the um, work laptop uh, compliant to the policies and we'll only do work stuff on it and nothing that breaches the policy. So that was a use case, right? But you know, it may not necessarily be a use case that's relevant in a developed market. So where do they start really in a it comes from what type of company they are, where they are from a market maturity perspective. But also I would say, what is the one that can add value to you the most? And a lot of the times it's the ones that are that are a quick win, help build you more momentum with your digital document transformation. So what's a quick win? So you can get people to see how much benefit it's giving and that then opens up. And then also from a complexity perspective, right? Obviously the more complex the workflow, home loan application process or a patient onboarding use case which could be harder to do because it involves multiple systems. Think about it from which one adds more value, but also it's not highly complex that can give you some early wins. And that early win, in my opinion, is really important, right? Especially if you have an employee base that are a little bit more hesitant to change because we are all creatures of habit at the end of the day. Showing that early wins and how it adds value to them is probably more important because regardless of all those things I mentioned, buying the technology is the easiest part for any organization to do. The implementation, driving that change management, having the right level of executive support to push through and you know paint the vision and get it all done, it still remains the biggest challenge for most organizations, whether it's digital documents or not, any part of digital transformation. Uh, we're coming to the new year, 2021. What's your expectation as far as uh, digital document processes are concerned, the adoption and or uh, continued resistance to these? of it? Look, you know, my expectations is it's going to accelerate even more. The pandemic was forcing function for most organizations and people. So even if you had laggards in your organization, they just had to adapt because, you know, it happened so quickly. The implications of the pandemic to every organization was significant. And so people had to adapt whether they liked it or not. And what we're doing to support a lot of that is making our technology available in the places where people are operating the most. As a technology vendor, we are catering for the need, the shifting needs, the, the shifting trends. And I see all of this just accelerating in the new year, especially as I said, the horizons shifted. You know, people now realize I'm doing this not just for the next two months. This is the new norm. This is the way we're going to be working. There was another recent study that came out from McKinsey last week that said in developed countries, people can still work three to five days days from home and remain productive. And that was specific to certain roles, um, of course, but there's already that uh, development that people can continue to work from home uh, and remain productive for a certain period of time. So why will people come back to the office? You know, it may not, and I, you know, we were speculating, yeah, we, it may be, who knows how it'll pan out, but the research is showing that people are going to sort of work this new way rather than just always coming back to the office um, five days a week. That does differ in, in developing markets. I think this, there was a, a research that said not many people in India are keen to continue to work from home and they'd rather come back to the office. But, you know, there's all those dynamics that change. But 
Overall, though, my expectations is that what we saw last year will only accelerate and digital document processes will become a strategic advantage to those that do it right. The, you know, in the banking industry, they're always talking about this race for the same day home loan, you know, and that's a, a vision of I see my home of my dreams uh, on some marketplace and I want to buy it. I can do a virtual tour, examine the house within the, you know, the same sort of uh, experience, then go in and apply for a home loan online and get an approval and make a bid by the end of the day. So those kind of experiences are what people are you know, looking for. And that is also going to fuel organizations to accelerate their digital transformation processes to be able to deliver on you know, aspirations like that. Thank you very much, Chandra. Very insightful on that perspective. Yeah, sure. No problems. That was Chandra Sinatambi, head of Adobe Document Cloud Asia Pacific on the topic of how digital document processes are shifting from best practice to business necessity. You are listening in to Podcasts for Future CIO. Do join us in future episodes. And as always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at editors at society.com. See you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. Mm-hmm.